They're gonna break my top and bottom jaw. The anaesthetic was the most painful thing I've ever had. I've never counted my calories properly, but I've started now, but I've probably averaged like 6,000 sometimes. <laughs> no, you're not. 1.3 million. That's incredible, bro. I didn't really, in the process, think this is a result of doing social. Cool. Today on the podcast, uh, in a bit of a different setup at TYX Studios here in Talyard, but um, I'm joined by one of our outreachers, Rob Green. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thank good, you. Thanks. First ever, ever podcast yep, for you. Yeah, it is. First ever. How are you feeling? Bit nervous, but excited. It'll be fine. Excited, in like yeah. five minutes, you'll forget the lights and cameras looking at yeah. you, and don't worry about the red light. Just okay. It's chill. Um, I was speaking to Dylan, your manager, this morning, and I was trying to. Th- think of I try to every time I do a podcast I'm trying to focus on kind of one subject about an individual so you know I've had creators on and they're talking about their social media journey I've had creators on talking about their business journey I've had people talking on uh, I've had people on the podcast talking about their ADHD things like mm-hmm. that I think something that's really different for you that and we were just talking about it before the podcast that is yeah quite unique for most creators is you didn't mean to be a creator. Yeah. You kind of, for want of a better word, fell into it. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a good place to start and kind of talk about how you fell into making content for the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So I, leaving sixth form, well, at sixth form my last year, I we all had to come up with our own design briefs. And I've always been quite like business minded. I always wanted to like have my own business. Didn't really know what in. But in year 13, we had to like pick a problem and then solve it. So I was always interested in fashion and design. So I picked like not being able to choose what to wear and like struggling with outfit choices because like I'd have a full wardrobe and just never wear or I'd wear the same thing on repeat or I just wouldn't utilize everything that I had. Mm. So I came up with Trendway, which I then kind of took on through all of year 13. Yeah. And what is Trendway for anyone that has... So it's a social shopping app. So we partner with brands. So there's over 400 on there. And it's a place where I link my outfits or you can create before buying. So you can add items as well that I own in real life to my virtual wardrobe. Mm. And then all of that is shoppable for others. And then it's like a social network, mixing Pinterest, ASOS, Instagram kind of together. So this was back in 2018. Mm. So quite a while ago. Um, And my teacher really pushed me at that point she was like do this in real life and at that point I already knew I wanted to do that because I kind of set out I thought if there's any time to like start a business it's now like when I'm having to like do a business plan because I also did business studies at um, a level yeah so mixing that in with design Mm. I thought well I might as well just start it now kind of thing and then that was a kind of like a long year just really developing it developing the idea and then I got into a design uni in London where I dropped out two weeks in I just didn't tell my family I just dropped out because I just couldn't like how long did you not tell them for like two well until I had my plan sorted out of what I would do after because I was there for two weeks and like I knew I didn't want to do uni Mm. because I just felt like the course I was doing I could have done what I wanted to do without going to uni whereas like a lot of degrees out there like you do need it like if you're I don't know what field you're going into, like doctors or yeah, vet yeah. or something. You yeah, need yeah. it, but I just felt like I didn't, and it wasn't really kind of. I also didn't get the uni life; like it was a uni in London. Yeah, so I couldn't really like stay. I'd commute every day. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, not the same. So yeah, I dropped out, and then 
I didn't have any money at this point as well, so I just put together like a pitch email. Like I spent eight, ages on YouTube, like searching how to like yeah. do a pitch, basically, and sent loads of emails out to investors. Um, and got a few back. So I met with them in London, like that following week or the following two weeks, and then met with one in particular. And he decided to invest. So I then had the kind of plan, but it was a co-investment. So because it was just an idea at this stage, mm. they would put in some of the money. I would put in like a like ten percent or twenty percent of it. Mm. But for that, I just worked in my local Tesco for like four days a week. But all of the money just went towards the co-investment yeah, yeah. for like a year, kind of thing. Okay. So it was in development for like a year and a half. Yeah. So is that is that investment to literally develop the app, yeah. pay for developers to do it? Because you weren't doing that yourself, right? No, that's right. annoying. Yeah, that yeah. was the annoying part. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I tried to do it. <laughs> it's hard, but it's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, like I've had I, friends who have launched like um, not not similar kind of products, but they've launched apps and they've gone high and low in mm. the different types of developers that you can get, and you yeah. can get some really cheap developers but then if you want a good good developer it's a lot of money well right? this is a hard lesson we learned because we so in hindsight shouldn't have done the initial mm. development because we developed the whole app cheaply but i thought let's just get it off the ground like mm. you can you, you can never be perfect starting yeah, yeah. out so like let's just get the app going yeah. quite like the content at first the videos i created were awful yeah. but like you just put them out anyway yeah, because yeah. you like learn on the go but we had to just completely redevelop the whole app again mm. because the code they used was you couldn't transfer it across. So to, you, what, to what, what? To like upgrade, like with the, when the iPhone upgrades right, or something, we yeah, couldn't, yeah. the code couldn't, it wasn't like a multi like yeah. platform kind of code. So that was kicking the teeth. So mm. that was all money wasted basically mm. because we had to then redevelop it, mm. reinvest. And at that point I just invested my own money. I didn't seek more investment mm. because it just gets more complicated that way, like bringing another one on yeah, before yeah. you've even like launched. Yeah, got a lot of chefs in the kitchen at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so I was working at Tesco for years, saving up money, launching it. It took probably about two years more than what I expected to launch. And my mm. family at the time were like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you've said you've got these plans and you're doing nothing. But like, it kind of, it was going, but it just was very slow. Yeah. Um, and then I left Tesco, well, kind of got made redundant at Tesco. Mm. So that ceased. Um, and then I was left with no job. So I started up in car insurance part-time mm. at the meantime. And at this point, Trendway had launched. So I also did a shoot to launch it with a few like people off Towie. So I worked on like the whole kind of campaigns and everything. And I really liked that side of it. Mm. That was kind of where I got a kick out of like doing campaigns or like um, designing things, like, you, coming up with marketing. them? Or was it yeah. like a, oh, right, okay. Mm. So that was the other thing. So we then started to use influencers and like mm. we did influencer marketing with yeah, Trendway. Yeah. But... For you're, a doing, you're doing my job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know to your scale, not, not really your scale, but trying to anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um, it wasn't like for a startup, we had no money. Every All the money we were getting, we had to put into like developing the app because it was very like a um, stuck between a rock and a hard place because the money we did have, we wanted to use for marketing. Mm. But then also you need to develop the app more mm. to make it worth yeah. the money you spend on marketing. Yeah. without 
doing more investment. Yeah, and then you get more users on, and then it needs to be more exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we found. Mm. We so when I started posting TikToks, mm. it when they would blow up, the app would blow up, and then it literally would shut down. Like yeah. we couldn't get it up, and then the developers we were using because they're not on it full time. Yeah they couldn't always work on it. So it'd be down for like two days when like everyone's like, where's this from? And I'll be linking it on Trendware kind of thing, directing mm. it to it. But anyway, so when I left Tesco's, so I started up in part-time insurance mm. and was using influencers to promote the app. We started with like micro influencers at first and had them earning a commission, yeah. which in hindsight now, like you look at I look at it from that point of view and it's like no one wants that like no. people don't really did it work for your for a trend way it did at the very start so it drove traffic yeah it drove traffic right. but it's not sustainable because people no. it takes time to do content yeah, and yeah. it's like a full-time thing and just commission doesn't cut it especially when like affiliate networks you mm. get paid in like three months or four yeah, months yeah. and it's just like it's not enough mm. especially when it's only like small percentages yeah. with what we were working with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then I left my other job because I hated insurance so much. Yeah. I didn't really get on. Like, it, it was fine. It was, yeah. like, good, but it was just, like, a bit mundane for me to sit at an office all day, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. call centre. Yeah, yeah. So I left that job um, with no job and didn't start TikTok at this point. So this was, like, um, March last year. Mm. So March 22. And... Yeah, sorry, March 22. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we were working with the influencers and it just wasn't kind of getting the content, I thought. And I was directed. We had one girl that was really good. She was like an intern for us mm. and she was doing TikToks. And daily I would tell her, I would like go on TikTok and say, do this video today, do this video. Yeah. And I would like plan out week by week, month by month, mm. TikTok content. And it was really fun. And I thought, if I'm doing this, like I could just do it myself as well. Like, I'll get her to do it, but I'll also yeah, yeah. like yeah, just get, try get myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was quite a hard shift mindset wise to yeah. do that because I just had an Instagram of like my friends on. Yeah. I'd look at like meme pages. That would be yeah. it. <laughs> like I didn't post you anything. Never content about yourself really. No, either. like it wasn't. Were you like, you mentioned your mates there. Like, were you nervous about what they were going to say? Yeah. Yeah. I was at first, but because it was for, the business and like it made it easier it made it easier yeah, and i was yeah. just like who cares what people think like people are gonna have something to say no yeah. matter what aren't they so so they look at it now and go yeah fair enough yeah, yeah yeah like and even i do like at the start i thought everyone's like oh should i put this out like mm. is it good is it cringe like yeah. my my videos were like even i look at them and <laughs> i was like that's really cringy they're but, gonna be though those like i'm sure every creator or anybody that posts or does anything anything creative the first time you do it it's mm. gonna, but I guarantee that you'll look at your videos from yesterday, mm. and in two years' time you'll be like, "What was that?" Yeah, video? that's what I mean. Just yeah. from like editing techniques or quality of video or mm. you know format types. Yeah, you're gonna look at it and be like, "What is that?" Yeah. So you'd never up to that point posted any content. No. Did you know how to edit? Did you know how to film? No. So how did you like learn how to do that? Um, well, because I'd been looking at TikToks a lot, like yeah. I had TikTok and I was obviously working with ideas for influencers to do because yeah. I would like manage campaigns and I'd come up with ideas and things. So I knew what, as I can make, because it's quite niche as well. There's not a lot of men's fashion creators no. really. No, um, not, not doing it really, really well. Yeah. And I didn't see that and I didn't really mm. see like, I like to look at 
nice videos, like as in mm. edited well or like their aesthetic kind of thing. And I couldn't really, there's a lot of females doing that, but I couldn't really mm. see a lot of males doing that. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, I didn't know how to edit, but that was just kind of like self-taught, yeah. kind of just like started, um, tested things out, different things, watched mm. a few videos as well, like tutorials on how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just started my first video really. And then obviously the views are very low, like yeah. I wasn't getting any, but I wasn't really aiming for that either. Mm. It was just kind of like I was posting it to do something. Yeah. Like I didn't want to just sit around. I mm. felt bad like telling everyone else to do videos where I was just like sitting doing nothing myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just thought I'd, I'd have a crack at it, like yeah. see how it goes. And then I remember like the first video that blew up, like it was a smart casual outfit and I was like laying in bed and I woke up and like there was like hundreds of notifications and I thought like what friend has been spamming me with like <laughs> TikToks yeah, yeah. and then it was just a video like the notifications and I thought oh and then from that I've never gone a day without posting that day really yeah like I've just like see that consistency is, is impressive especially for someone that obviously you know it's not like you grew up making content you've completely mm. self-taught yourself so what was it like in terms of when you started post because your, your account for anyone that doesn't know because this is march 22 yeah so you've been posting for i don't know the math but like 18 months less than yeah 18, like 18 yeah months, about 18 right? yeah you're now on what a million followers just over 1.3 million, million on 1.3 yeah, million that's incredible growth even for tiktok and tiktok people can grow very quickly that is really really impressive why is it that consistency you think or is it the quality of content and the value that you're adding i think uh both yeah i yeah. think definitely consistency comes to a massive factor like mm. you have to be consistent with it like post at least once a day, yeah. especially starting out. Yeah. That's what I had in my mind. In fact, I think I did like three times a day mm. when I started out. Um, but also like providing value. Like as long as you, I truly believe like you have to love the content you post. Want, mate, I say this on like every podcast. Yeah. But I'm like, if you don't like that content, one, you're never going to make it well, mm. but you're never going to be consistent because there's going to yeah. be days where you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't make content that you that you frankly love making, you'll never ever ever no. make. Well, you might you might blow up for a year, but you'll never have a sustained career. No. So and you try got, and chase people. Yeah, and that's another thing. You've got to like really love it yourself, find yeah. value in it yourself. Yeah. Like if I I always if I make a video, I step back and like look at it from like another person mm. viewing it. Like yeah. what do I want to see? Yeah. Like as a man, like there's not a lot of info out there, not a lot of tips or like no. people doing videos, but it's like very like seasonal as well. Okay, like Christmas or autumn's coming up. It's yeah. like autumn wear yeah, yeah. or like Valentine's outfits, like date night outfits because yeah. a lot of men want to like are interested in how they look or like yeah. how they appear, what they wear, but they don't really say it. They're not really vocal no, about no. it. So like doing videos that are like really open and like... Have you found it tough to engage with with men online then because I feel like we've, we've got a lot of fashion creators but they're mainly female fashion creators mm. and obviously they have a huge audience of female fans that are going to their page to get inspo and engage with them have you found it difficult to engage or have you actually found a really good community on TikTok yeah I found a really good community really yeah. especially because I started with fashion yeah. that was a main um, outlet Obviously, mm. I've kind of now gone into more like 
vlogs, eating yeah, videos yeah. and things. But the my main platform and my main like user base yeah. is men interested in fashion. Let's talk about that though. You said about your content's changed mm. and you've shared a bit more of your life. Why did you do that? And were you a bit, were you nervous to do that? I wasn't nervous to do it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do it basically, like, even when I was a lot younger, like I did always want to do YouTube. Yeah. That was kind of like, not like a definite career path, but yeah, just, yeah. you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, it'd yeah. be fun to do YouTube yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, and where my TikTok then kind of took off and mm. um, started doing it like full time and everything, my mindset kind of changed on, okay, where can I take this like in the mm. future? Like, how can I really develop this and do more than just being someone who does outfit videos because mm. I feel like I do want to start YouTube and things and I will later this year but like and people as well were commenting like oh let's see who the man behind the outfits are like yeah, let yeah. us know like who you are a bit more yeah and that got me thinking like okay like I did want to do that anyway but like I wasn't sure if people like wanted to see that so did it have a positive positive effect on your engagement and your views when you started yeah. doing that it did yeah yeah it's interesting because a lot of creators are always worried about switching up their content mm. but again the advice we always tend to give is well if you're adding the value that people are asking for like you've just said then that's what people are asking yeah. for then there's nothing really to worry about and also you're going to build a different type of audience mm -hmm. you might you might lose some followers but you'll actually gain a more engaged fan base yeah and i think it's good to have like more than one like pillar yeah like yeah, yeah. um got the fashion but then there's lifestyle you, i mean you've done you know f um you've done fitness campaigns or yeah. like, nutrition campaigns mm -hmm. and, like you never would have done that if you just stuck to no stuck to fashion because yeah. it can be it can definitely be limiting mm -hmm. if you stay in stay in one one niche over time um actually it's a good segue into your, <laughs> your skinny fat boy series yeah <laughs> people it's, love that yeah great great name I've got to ask you this. Are you actually eating that much food? Are you just filming yeah. it? No, I do eat. It's actually yeah, that I much eat food. a lot. Yeah, I eat a like, lot. Give for anyone again who's kind of listening and hasn't seen this series, give yeah. an example of what you eat in a day. So if I'm having Weetabix, it's always seven. Why? Because I just feel like I, I wake up genuinely starving. Like I say it in my videos, like I wake up, my stomach's rumbling, but I genuinely yeah, yeah, do. Like I yeah. am so hungry. I don't know why. But why People seven? say I've got worms, but I definitely <laughs> don't have worms. <laughs> I mean, I hope I don't have worms. I think you'd know if you had worms. Yeah, surely. But um, so I don't know. I just had seven one day and stuck with it. Is it? Is it? This is so, so stupid. <laughs> but is it seven on its own, or is it with something? Oh no, I, have, I was in like like with, I have it with milk. Or no, like, no, like people have it with like fruit or like uh, more sugar. To be yeah. fair, like I, I wouldn't really, rarely I would have like banana or Nutella on it. Yeah, but yeah. I'd like put sugar on it. Always. Seven wheat bits just to begin. Yeah, and but then a, when there's a, milk and you know when they were like mush yeah, up, yeah. it kind of like it's like a porridge. It's like one, yeah, it's yeah. like a porridge. <laughs> so I'm Weetabix mush. So that's breakfast. Yeah. Anything else for breakfast? Is that yeah, it? normally scrambled egg on toast is like my go-to. Yeah, like I'll because where I like film in the day, so I'd wake yeah. up and I like get loads of calories in. Yeah. Because I do. I've started with an online coach now as well, so yeah, I yeah. try and get in my like a lot of calories. Got you. Um, Surely they're not saying have seven Weetabix. Well, because I'm like bulking, like they're I can like, just yeah, eat whatever. Yeah. yeah what, so, and then what's the rest of the day look like food wise? My my go tos are Weetabix, beans on toast, um, scrambled egg on toast, yeah. pasta, like tuna pasta, sweet corn, 
But if so I, I've never counted my calories properly, but started now, but I probably average like 6,000 sometimes. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, like if it's, but if I hey, eat out, I huge. don't. Like that's it. But my a, metabolism was always, because I used to run, I used to compete running. Right, like okay. I used to be, I used to run like five days a week. Like what swimmers have though? That's ridiculous. I know, but my meta, like I used to be really skinny. Like my metabolism was just like, Sky high. For anyone who's listening, who's like, what the hell are they on about? Just go watch the videos because it <laughs> blows my mind every time I see it. I'm like, if I ate that, I would be a balloon. <laughs> but I think that, that it's just... I think that shocked me as well because yeah. I I don't even know why I posted a white in a day. But people love it. But people love it. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember why I did it, but I remember one blowing up and I yeah. thought, and now I'm out and people are like, yeah. it's either like... Um, oh, you're the guy that does fashion or you're the skinny fat boy. I love that you've made an account to be a fashion creator and somebody's yeah. thinking that you're a skinny fat boy. I know, they're like, oh, you're the skinny fat boy. I'm like, I don't know where, like, because because yeah. it was very just natural. Like, I just did it because I thought, like, this is my life, like day yeah, in the life yeah, kind of thing. Life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one, yeah, people just Because you're sharing a lot of eat. more fitness content and stuff like that as well. Mm. We were talking just before um, we started recording about I guess the pressures of being online. Yeah. And you, I guess if you've got such a high metabolism wanting to stay a certain <laughs> shape and size, yeah. do you feel more pressured to stay that shape and size now you're having to post and be online every day? Yeah. I would say there is like a, I'm quite thick skinned in terms yeah. of like, like do you read comments and stuff? Like that? I do read comments yeah. and like, don't get me wrong, I do get some hate, yeah, but yeah. I think it's inevitable if you're online. Yeah. Like, you have got to just look past that. Yeah. But I, I'm lucky in the sense I don't get a lot of hate. Yeah. Um, But I just kind of ignore it anyway, even if I read them. Yeah. I just uh, choose not to read on the filtered comments. Yeah. Although if I do, sometimes I do, and I'm like, why did I read that? <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, I think there is a pressure. Well, not a pressure, more like um, I want to... You want to look good. Yeah, I want to, yeah. like, you see yourself filming every day and it's like, you don't want to have to be like, oh, I don't want to do that because I look like this or can't mm -hmm. do that angle or like, which is bad. It's quite toxic. Yeah, and like, yeah. that is a toxic side of yeah. it. But, and I wish it wasn't the case, but it kind of just has formed that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm aware of it, but it's not like, it doesn't affect me yeah. kind of thing, but I am aware of it. Do you have pressure? This is, I always find this interesting for somebody that works or as a fashion creator or somebody that just works in fashion do you do you I, I, like i can go out wearing anything i don't, I don't care yeah i'm just like it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter this is not yeah. my job like my job mm -hmm. is to run a business like as yeah, long as i'm yeah. doing that i can wear kind of what i want yeah um although i've been trying to change my fashion lately because the team have been making fun of me so oh no, no that dylan's is, been that helping. Rude. No, dylan's, dylan's <laughs> oh, been, has he? Yeah, yeah he's been oh, great about it. giving me advice about shoes and stuff oh cool um but <laughs> I, I don't I don't care, but like every time I see you in real life, you're dressed really well. And oh, I'm like <laughs> and I'm like, does Rob always dress well? Or or is it like only when I'm seeing him? Or are you feeling the do you feel pressure that in case you're recognized or like like are you yeah. always have you always like every day you've got to dress well? When I'm when I leave the house, yeah, I would say I dress try dress well. Right. So you're never in like joggers and a I am uh, yeah. Although saying that, if I've got to run like the post office or something, like yeah. I'll be in joggers or right, like okay. PJs, whatever. But no, if I am leaving the house, like I will make a conscious effort of like, okay, what am I wearing, kind of thing. Is it is it quite difficult to kind of like 
stay on top of having enough, enough clothes to wear to be able to keep it fresh. Yeah, it is. That's probably one of the hardest parts. Like my wardrobe now and everything is just like massive, massive, like just heaps of clothes everywhere. Because you, um, you, you're having to stay on top of those trends to make your content. Yeah. And like, I'm not, it's not even the financial element, but how do you, how do you stay on top of the sustainability element of it? Well, I do try and like, like for instance, these trousers I'm wearing now yeah. are in lo so many of my videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's also like, I posted, not these ones, but like if I'm wearing the same trousers over and over again, yeah. people will say, oh, use a different pair of trousers. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, you all like them. Like, yeah. What's I just interchange them with different outfits? Like, like it's it's not it's not like a you know there's there's bigger things in the world going on, but like if yeah. like if I go into like the office and I think oh fuck I, I wore wore this t-shirt the other day, mm. the team are gonna know I wore, wore t-shirt <laughs> the other day. You must feel that all the time online because yeah, like if you yeah, if I you do. wore like the trousers again and someone comments that you probably like fuck yeah, and then it pressures you to go buy other clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is bad because. If I'm going to like an event or something, I'm like, yeah. right, wear something I've not worn before. Yeah. But that's like a, I don't need to be doing that. But to be fair, mm. the past like few events, I've worn the same trousers, but just yeah. changed the top. Like, and I guess people don't, people, people don't realise. Yeah. 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 Unless at every, every event. But what, so it's more like the content, yeah. not even like at the event kind of thing. It's Got more you, like yeah. getting videos or like a picture or something. How, how, like, again, fashion is not my bag. It's just, it's just, yeah. I've never, I've never, there's like, like that and cars, I just don't understand. Like, I've never, oh, I've never understood cars. I've never understood, I've got no, some friends and they love cars and they can like name different makes, models. I'm like, I, I, have mm. no, I have no interest in it. No, neither do I. But even from fashion, like, I like trainers. I can get, I can get with trainers, but everything else, like, I've just never, I've never stayed on top of it. And then I've got other friends and they're, they're the types of friends where they'll wear something and I'm like, what are you wearing? But then two months later, that's the thing that everyone's wearing. Right, so like, yeah. we've got friends that were wearing like cord trousers before they became cool again. And you're like, what are you wearing? Mate? Or yeah. like Birkenstocks before they became cool. Yeah. How do you stay ahead of those trends? Like, is it literally you're researching stuff or do you think you have a knack for it? I, well, it's funny you bring this up because I was going to bring it up. Like yeah. I, everything is a trend at the end of the day. Like right. Crocs, like they came back, they were ugly yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. Like yeah, even yeah. like, Work, work not workwear um like mountain wear like yeah, yeah. um arcteryx and yeah. things like that was old before is now becoming new again but to be honest i don't like that stuff like i don't mm. like wearing it even though it's trendy and it's mm. in trend i wouldn't wear it myself i just wear i don't research trends ever mm. and i don't see what people like to buy or like what they're wearing i just wear what i like Mm. and I, what I like the look of like in that moment or like for that occasion or like for that event kind of thing have you always been like that though like not caring what the trend is yeah I've never really bought into like hype beast culture yeah if that's what you yeah. call it yeah, yeah yeah because like especially on TikTok there's a lot of like fashion which is like just not really my style it's mm. nice I can appreciate it but like mm. You would call it like I don't know how you would describe it really, but like you know, like keychains on like the belt yeah. loops and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I'm not really into that, but like yeah. that is a trend. So t technically, if I saw that, I would have hopped onto that mm. and like done that. But I just don't like it myself. Which it comes back to the whole like posting content that is true to you, like that yeah, you yeah. like and that you find value in. Because if I did 
follow the trends and wear like Crocs or like an Arcturix mm. um, sweater, like I wouldn't enjoy it. Or I wouldn't like it. it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't feel like And it'd myself. be hard for you to kind of like promote wearing it in a way yeah. and talk, you know, articul- articulately about it or... Yeah. Yeah, it'd, it'd be difficult. But something that we talked about t- talking about before the podcast is... You, ha- you you have felt some pressure online to change stuff about yourself. Yeah. And like, we'll dive into it. So, like, you're about to go for jaw surgery. Yeah. Which sounds, one, incredibly painful. Yeah. But two, just, like, a major, major change to mm-hmm. the way that you look. So, I guess the first question I've got about the jaw surgery is, why do you need to have it? And... Let's start there. Why why do you need to have the jaw surgery? So I've always had an underbite and like a right. asymmetry with my bottom and top jaw. So like to the to the left, yeah. I think, right. Um so that's always been there. Right. I didn't ever notice it. Mm. But I did notice it before I started TikTok, to be fair. That's but not okay. Not like long before. Yeah. And I used to like be so carefree, like I literally would go out without doing my hair without like I just didn't care yeah, at yeah, all yeah. like who I was like 10 years like 5 even 5 years ago yeah is completely different now mm. um, so yeah that's why I need the jaw um, and I, I, I to be fair I was researching it for like 6 years trying but, to but find could you like live without like could you yeah. live without having so you could live without yeah. it like there are and they even said to me there are celebrities out there that have it mm. they're fine they just live with it yeah um, and they offered me like counseling if I wanted to like yeah. men- just come to terms with it mentally. But I just yeah. said to them like, it's not really going to do much for me because <laughs> I know it's there still. Yeah. Like it wouldn't solve what I see as the yeah. issue, which yeah. I know in one hand is quite bad because mm. I could live with it. Yeah, yeah. But also in my head, I'm like, but if I don't have to, why? then why would I? Are there other ways to sort it without surgery? No. No. No, literally just surgery. So, right, right, let's get it. How do they do it? What do they do? So they're going to break my top and bottom jaw and then they put like metal plates like here and then move my top jaw forward, bottom jaw back and to the side and then they like tape. Well, not tape. They band my yeah, like mouth yeah. shut. So I'll be yeah. like talking like with my teeth shut the whole time for like two weeks, maybe three. That sounds awful. So it is intense, yeah. And uh, my face after, I'm, we'll be it's going to be like a balloon, yeah. It's and like, you can't eat or anything like that. No, so liquid somebody diet. Who loves eating, like we've just yeah. said. And I think I'm going to. It is going to be a mentally challenging yeah. time because yeah, yeah. a lot of videos I've seen of people having it, they said it's like the worst thing they've been through. Like it was so mentally, yeah, yeah, they're in pain, but also like it's a lot of like mental strain. Like obviously. Mm. I hate not being active or not being able to do anything. Yeah, yeah. So for, for me, that is going to be the hardest part. You're not going to be able to go to the gym or anything no. like that. Are you going to Are you going to make content during that time? Yeah. So I've I've pre-planned, well, pre-filming three weeks worth of fashion oh, content, nice. and then in the meantime, so I do like my plan is to like do fashion content as well as like what I eat in a days, but it'll be like liquid diet or like the recovery it's process. The people are going to love seeing that. Like, yeah, I know you were talking about doing like um, five guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll blend. I think I'll do like a day blending a different food but like also mixing in probably like my fashion with it somehow but like blending a five guys or an indian or a- so i got you've got i've got to ask then so you, you i mean you don't chase trends you get a bit of hate online but nothing like crazy like some creators do 
how much pressure have you felt to do the jaw have the jaw surgery because of so you being on socials yeah quite a lot to yeah. be fair but i've never had comments of people pointing it out right okay so Maybe. no one's ever said anything online no, no one's ever said anything. So it's kind of it is it is you going. I there know might have been there. like the odd like comment. Yeah. Like I'm talking probably like the whole time I've been doing TikTok, yeah, maybe yeah. like ten comments. Like right. there's only a handful. But to be fair, it's even even one comment. Like if you read it Sticks. and you're affected by it, yeah, it's yeah. one comment. Yeah, like you you read it and you feel it. I don't it. think people understand. Um, I don't think people understand that. No, I think when people are commenting. They just think it's a throwaway comment that yeah. no one's ever going to care about. And, and I, I would never understand that as well. It's so dangerous. Yeah. I never, to me, it's just completely baffling why you wouldn't just like scroll. Like, why would they co- sit there and comment? Like, I just can't, I, I can't wrap my head around it. No. And I like, I, that's why I try not to let it affect me because, well, I say that, here I am getting jaw surgery. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, but it sounds like it is something internal as well. Yeah. No, it is, it is both. Yeah. Um, but you didn't stop there. No, no, I didn't. There is a reason why you're wearing a hat today. Yeah. So you've had a hair transplant. Yeah. Firstly, as somebody that is receding, <laughs> I'm, I'm all here for it. And I'm all here for doing anything that makes you feel better. Yeah. If you can do it and you can afford it and it's healthy. Yeah. And it makes you feel, it's no different to me than maybe putting on makeup or, you know, going to the gym and feeling good about yourself. Yeah. I may or may not have put a lift in my shoe once to an event to make yeah. me feel taller. What's the difference? What was that experience like? Because I've had a friend who's done it and it sounds painful. The the after so the anesthetic was the most painful thing I've ever had. Like that was right. like um stabbings in the back of my head like for like multiple. half an hour. Yeah, most oh, it's not just one. No. That's what I thought. I thought anesthetic, just oh, one needle yeah, yeah. in we're done. No, this was like one hundred like little injections and some were like they would stab it in and then scrape i don't know if they were scraping but it honestly felt like i was just getting my head like it sounds like kind of like a tattoo kind of like they put, well i've never had a tattoo so. and, it, and it feels like although it's not they're going in and out it feels like they're pulling. oh really yeah yeah well that's what it felt like for like a solid like half an hour well yeah. maybe not that long but that's what it felt like and then after that you were completely numb the whole yeah. process took like eight hours which was very long yeah um but the afterwards, like after that, you felt no pain. It was more like right. I didn't really mentally prepare myself for it, I don't think. Like no. the whole like the recovery and yeah, like yeah. after I just thought like I'd get it done and I'd be my fine. hair would grow back and it'd be fine. But, but I've seen it and it has grown back really well. Yeah, it has to be fair. But you and this is what I find quite fascinating about you having a hair transplant. Like your hairline wasn't that bad. You say that, but like I, this also for videos, I would mm. style my hair in a way that didn't look bad. Interesting. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. like kind of that push stuff. Yeah. Forward. Like yeah, just yeah. style it in a way, like a lot of people, a lot of men do it yeah, yeah. to hide like yeah. their hairline or if they want to like have a smaller forehead or whatever, they do that. I still that. think there's a huge stigma around people that get a hair transplant though. Yeah. Like I think it's not yet become a thing where you're, I've actually been around guys who have had it and I think that when you're around other guys they actually do actually seem quite supportive like obviously your mates will kind of rip you for it a little bit but in the general public I think there is a a stigma against it and I don't understand it because all you're doing is moving one bit of hair to another bit of your hair yeah it's just like getting anything done though like if you have a nose job like people get that loads like 
lip filler, like I don't know anything where you're like changing. Like I'm all yeah. for just getting. If you want, it's weird because on one hand, like I want to be like just love yourself for who you are, like accept you like your body, like love yeah, how yeah. you look, like yeah. there's no nothing's ugly, like do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. But at the same time, if you're not happy with it. I'm all for like getting these little tweaks and changes. If it makes like, you, if you feel you more to. confident and happier day to day. Yeah. And you can still love yourself, but change yourself. Can't yeah. You? But it feels like at least from what you've been saying to me, the hair transplant was a lot more pushed by socials than the jaw was. Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely say that. Yeah. Because in my head, I thought oh, I'll have one eventually, but maybe like ten years time, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that's like back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's like my dad's. Yeah. But um, what did your mum and dad say about all this? Like, well, they knew about the jaw, so that was like a. You didn't tell them about the hair. Well, I told them before. Yeah, before I got it done, oh, but right, I told okay. them that I've I've booked it. Right. Okay. So, um, so you a, can't. Yeah, it's a done deal. It's like, a done deal. Yeah, 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 because I knew what they would say. Right. Um. Because but your dad's like, I, I need to do this now. Yeah, yeah, he is. Honestly, he sees it and he's like, oh, actually. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, but um, I think for them, they were just worried or more like, God, when does it stop? Like, when does it end? Kind of thing. It's a good question, though. But it, yeah, and I can see why they think that. Is there, a, like, in, in your head, is that, is that it? No, that is it, yeah, in my yeah. head, yeah. Because they were the, like... The two things. Yeah, the two things. Because you can yeah. go, like, full hog on, like, nose, ears. Yeah, you could, yeah. You but... Book. Like, but yeah, <laughs> I know, and it can become like a well, an addiction. Like people yeah. get addicted to doing things, but no, it wasn't like that. Like I knew I wanted these. Mm. I just sped the process up of my hair. I, I just think I think it's a really interesting conversation to have because you see it all the times with you see it all the time with young girls online, and they're mm. getting fillers or Botox yeah. or whatever it may be to make themselves feel better and there's this big narrative in the media about how how toxic social media is making young girls want to um i guess aspire to be this like level of beauty and i know from being around my friends that that's also there for guys yeah. whether it's people in men's health magazine looking shredded yeah but not saying that they're actually on steroids yeah yeah or you know social media in general pushing guys to look a certain way and i think that i've never really talked to anyone that's actually gone through yeah. <laughs> having any kind of surgery or any kind of enhancement mm -hmm. because of them being on socials so it's it's interesting to hear yeah i feel like i you don't really expect it like i don't i didn't really in the process think this is a result of mm. doing socials but especially the hair like it is mm. but i do think that which is why I don't want to ever put that message out there as well. Yeah. Like to be like, I'd hate to think like you're setting a like standard for like other people to like uphold to, but mm. which is why I think people love like the eating videos or something because mm. they say like, it's just like real, like people don't like, mm. there's a lot of eating vlogs or things out there where it's like, why eat on my cut or like, do you mm. know what I mean? It's very like, unhealthy side yeah, of it yeah mate 100% and I think that's that is exactly why you need to share the story of your jaw yeah and of your hair transplant because <clears throat> it's excuse me because it's being real yeah because if you just went out there and next month you had like the perfect jaw yeah and the perfect yeah hairline and didn't say anything new people who find you would just be like oh here's this perfect looking guy mm -hmm. when really yeah. like 
you've gone, had you've gone through stuff to get yeah, there, yeah. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely fine. But to actually be honest and authentic about it is important. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I can't wait to like document all of that. Like, yeah. um, especially for my YouTube, I'm starting that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm going to be posting later this year. So like. Yeah documenting the whole journey kind of thing what's what i know you mentioned earlier like being a youtuber was something that you always kind of aspired to be or it was always like a an idea in in your head what what's your feeling like with youtube because it's a very different beast to yeah i mean a very different side of you as well yeah it's more me it's like a lot more personal than like tiktok is very quick fire obviously short form content but um the actual content I'm going to be putting out would be what I'm putting on TikTok, just longer form, more personal, like mm. vlogs, um, hauls and things, like what I would do short form, but long form. Yeah. And just really kind of getting across like personality a bit more um, yeah. and doing, yeah, just more like what I'm like day to day or like more in-depth fashion videos mm. because I want to do more again which is why I wanted my job done like talking to camera like sitting yeah. down like doing kind of like chats and things yeah, yeah so yeah once I'm ready for that I'll be starting that and can we talk about the brand yes so what is the plan tell us anything you can so it it was always my dream as a child to yeah. own my own fashion brand yeah like clothing brand so have you always been into clothes? Sorry to like jump around here. But yeah, like, from like a um, young age, you've been like, I love like. like maybe are you, not. Are you the annoying kid that like you look back ten years and they still look good. Oh no, I, I looked. Like, if you look at me when I was like eight to like twelve, like I was wearing like not nice stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. like right. it wasn't good. Sorry, um, I threw you off. But the, yeah, so you've, it's always been like a, a dream, I guess, to have that. Uh, yeah, have that brand. That's like I was wearing. always interested in like design yeah. or like businesses in kind of general so I always wanted to then have my own clothing brand because then I did fall into like liking fashion and having an interest in that Mm. but the the issue of any clothing brand is the marketing channel like how are you going to sell it Mm. because there's so much competition out there to stand out but also to then market it and get sales initially but then I fell into Trendway which Mm. was a place to sell other people's brands we didn't have to like own the stock, own the items or mm. um, take control of like the checkout experience and things. Mm. But really like my passion still lies in like designing clothes and like knowing as well with the TikTok then kind of like taking off and like me doing that full time and like yeah. having the, the channel to like market and sell things where I was like selling other clothes, brands and things. I thought, well, now was like the perfect time to do this kind of thing mm. because people have an interest in it and there's a place to sell it kind of thing. So I've started the initial, I do have a name, I do have like designs and everything. I do have initial samples, mm. which I do really like the look of. And I've worn them out to like a few festivals have and you? like a lot of people have been like, where's it from? Which is a good sign. Yeah, yeah. That filled me with hope. Yeah. Um, That's good, like guerrilla market research. Yeah, I've like very, or like I'll put it, I've put them in a few videos, a couple of videos, not li- said where it's from. Yeah. Um, YouTube shorts as well and people are asking where it's from so like and that was like the very initial sample mm. so it's going to be like old money mixed with streetwear like modern tailored looks so like things where you could wear like day to day you can wear on a night out but you mm. can also wear in the day but like it's got a sense of like 
individuality to it. Yeah. And it's not too out there because mm. a lot of like streetwear looks or like um, contemporary brands can be quite bold. And yeah. a lot of men yeah, yeah. don't like to wear bold stuff. They're no. really scared to do that. Um, so it's kind of like combining the two, like a happy place in between, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, I've started that. I aim to, I haven't really got a, a set aim date to launch it's because, hard isn't it to put that into place because you've got so yeah. many things you've got to go through whether it's yeah, the samples it's not a rush no, like no, no. obviously there's a lot going on anyway at the moment like mm. content to get out and like the jaw surgery and things yeah. so like I am doing it but not rushing it yeah um, based on the type of stuff you're designing though is there like a season that makes the most sense to launch or are you kind of doing every season the I'm the first collection will mm. be like um throughout all the seasons like you can wear okay, it cool. because I want like a timeless piece that yeah, yeah. is known by the brand like everyone knows it to be yeah. from X brand kind of thing um, but then I will do like yeah seasonal collections once we know the launch date like I would like to do like a, a ski collection kind of like different yeah, seasonal yeah, parts yeah. and like really exclusive drops as well nice. um, around that are you going to use influencers? I will but not at the start, like, no. I would just keep no. it, like, I kind of don't want to at all, really, mm. for, like, a long period of time, mm. really just kind of build it up organically and, like, mm. put it in places, maybe, like, out-of-the-box kind of marketing with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bit different, switching it up, yeah. um, which I'm going through kind of brainstorming now. Mate, it's very, very exciting, so best of luck because I know how long and how hard that yeah. like, that kind of journey is um, mate I've loved talking the the final question I've got and I, I ask everybody this in in some roundabout way but in terms of building a social media profile what's your biggest lesson that you can give to anybody that's trying to build a social media profile right now I would say stay true to yourself so don't look at what other it's very easy to look at what other people are doing what other mm. creators are successful they're doing and kind of like replicating that mm. but it, you, you, can, you can never replicate it like it won't be the same as them or it probably won't do as well for you so just yeah. doing content that you truly like that you find value in and is original to you mm. and also consistent is just the, probably the number one thing for me Consistency like always just posting daily yeah. like even if you don't like the video, just post it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, keep going with that. Because if you fall off, in my head, even if I fall off one day, like, you fall behind. Yeah. Kind of thing. Amazing. Rob, thanks so much, mate. Thank you. Cool.